Welcome to Crazy Simple. I'm your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. And we're two therapists in Texas. Life is complicated. We're here to try to make it a bit more simple because sometimes the solution to our problems is crazy simple. So relax, have a laugh, and enjoy the show. Welcome back. This is Crazy Simple. I am your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. And today we're going to talk about Lori's very dark view of the dystopian future that is upon us. So imagine a world where people do not know how to talk to one another. A world where it seems like no one understands what you're going through. You feel isolated. You search for help. But AI just isn't doing it for you because AI is not a real life human being that cares. So where do you go? Where do you find help? So that is our starting point. Is that that like the movie trailer? In a world. Yeah, I, I tried to throw into in some of that dramatic part to it. In a world where machines are alive, but don't have emotions. Is that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> I think that's great. You, you did so, it much better. <laughs> so what's your, what's your dark view? What is this? What does all this mean? Well, it. You know, one of the concerns that's happened is that, and I'll preface that technology is a blessing and a curse. So it depends on how you use it and and your expectations with it. But there's been a trend and some of it is because there is a lack of counselors in a lot of different areas. And there's just not a real human being that is readily available for someone to see. But we're so used to apps and going to our phone and we've already been conditioned to communicate more through a screen than face to face. So the natural transition of using apps to get counseling or mental health advice is sort of a natural one, but there are some definite problems with relying on an app as a note that is created by people that actually have no mental health background that are just corporations that create most of them and starting to hear the feedback from individuals that, yeah, the apps are just not the same thing as a real human. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the office or I love uh, that quote from this guy. He says, you know, business and people will never go out of business. It's true. It's, um, and the thing is, is that you, I mean, I guess theoretically they're working on computers and robots want to have emotions in a matter of of speaking, but it's never going to be the same because the vibe that you get from an actual human being is never going to be able to match by something artificial. 
And and you do get into some of the other issues with the the apps. And again, if that's the only thing you have and there is no one that you can connect with, even through a screen that's a live human being, then you know it is what it is. But some of those problems with chatbots are ethics. Ethics are important. Counselors have an ethical code that they must abide by. You know, counselors are trained, they're licensed, they have a certain standard of care. Computers, chatbots do not. Do you have privacy issues? Everything can be hacked. Everything can be hacked. And a lot of those apps, again, are corporate run. So you don't know how that corporation is now using your information, your PHI. And there have actually been some cases that have come out about that very thing happening. And then you have the safety part of what if it gives you false information? There have been plenty of documented cases where AI has literally made up answers or given very inappropriate answers. Keep going, Lori. You're on a roll. <laughs> Keep going. So then what do you think the solution is, Dr. Taylor, for someone that goes, okay, yeah, I prefer a human being. I get all the benefits of having a human. And yes, humans are fallible too, just like AI is fallible, but, you know, but what do I do? Like, I don't have access to a human being. There's not counselors. Like, what are y'all two, you know, head doctors going to provide as an option for me? What are you doing to make mental health more available? Well, we're doing two things. Um, one uh, is uh, uh, a solution, a partial solution for today. And another one is a partial solution for tomorrow. I don't know that I can, like, obviously I don't have the power to solve everything, right? So, um, uh, but we can do a little bit. We can do what we can do. Uh, so, um, you know, last year we started the Counseling for the Future Foundation um, to, you know, with the goal of, of preventing your dark dystopian, dystopian future. Uh, uh, I don't know, many people probably don't know this, but it, there are not enough therapists right now to keep up with the rising demand for mental health care. And not only is there not enough, but there won't be enough. There are not enough students in school today studying to become therapists to keep up with the demand for the next five to 10 years, next five to 10 years, uh, with a looming recession next year, a possible depression next decade. Um, you know, there's a lot of, of scary stuff coming our way, very tense political climates, um, you know, uh, I talked to somebody the other day that had a dog and a cat that lived together. What does the world come to? You know, this is just, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of control. Uh, so, uh, counseling for the future foundation. Um, uh, I, you know, I was very humbled. Uh, some people, uh, you know, liked my idea and, and they wanted to start this with me. So we started this foundation last year. Uh, we've raised, Something like uh, something like thirty seven thousand dollars so far to date, something like that. Uh, just private donations to provide full ride scholarships. They are a hundred percent, no half scholarships, all full ride scholarships to students studying to become uh, therapists, so they can become mental health professionals. And then, with the goal of going into the workforce debt free, uh, able to help more people. And you, Lori, uh, were at one of our events recently as a therapist yourself and decided 
to give, not only did you give, you pledged a monthly donation, which uh, I'm very grateful for. Thank you for that. Uh, what moved you as a therapist to want to support the foundation? Well, because it is the need to have good quality counselors. And unfortunately, grad school costs a lot of money. I mean, I know what my student loans were, and I had a scholarship on top of that. And it's, my thought has always been, I don't think mental health should be a luxury item. That's how I've run my practice with that philosophy and offering lower cost, you know, counseling services when possible. But I don't want to see someone that could be a really talented counselor, someone that could really do some great stuff in their community, but finances prohibit them from being able to have that opportunity. And then we all lose out on that. So that was definitely one of the reasons that I decided to become uh, or to pledge, you know, support with it. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And and on that point too, you know, you, you had said that you try to make it as affordable as possible, um, you know, while still being able to support yourself, you know, pay your bills and, and eat food, you know, which is food is good. Uh, so um, you know, the average cost of therapy right now is like 150, 200 bucks an hour, you know? Uh, so if you're coming once a week, that's, that's $600 a month. That's the cost of a lease on a brand new Audi A6. That's a premium German luxury vehicle, right? That's what we've just told everybody is that therapy is a luxury good, affordable only to a few, and it should be a commodity affordable to all. Uh, and so that's part of what the foundation is, is hoping to accomplish is, is really provide. Now that's a, that's a long-term solution, right? So that's going to be, we're not going to see the effects of this, you know, for the next several years. Uh, but my hope is that more people will give and that more students will benefit and that individuals that would not have completed their master's program because it was too expensive, um, or, um, you know, just, just would have been a therapist, but, never had the vehicle to get into grad school, you know, they, they will now be inspired to come and we'll have more therapists, more therapists will complete grad school, more therapists will join grad school because of these scholarships that are available. So uh, if you want to learn about the Counseling for the Future Foundation, that is counselingfutures.org. Uh, and all that information will be down in the show notes. If you want to give, you can give there. Uh, and if you want to learn how you can support us, you can also do that there. It's counselingfutures.org, and that will be in the show notes. Now, the thing that we're doing today is Epiphany, E-M-P-I-F-A-N-Y, Epiphany.com is our mental health app made by therapists uh, with with no AI uh, and, and no non-therapists making it uh, other than the the, you know, the coders that actually coded it, but, but they're not therapists. That would be, no, that wouldn't work. Um, you know, they're, they're very good at their job. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we built that, uh, a couple of years ago. Um, and that is now out in the Apple app store and the Google play store is a wonderful, wonderful, uh, tool available for individuals that don't have access to therapy. Um, it's not, it's not, um, it is not a therapy replacement. It's an additive. It's an enhancement. Uh, it's, it's these 10 short sessions that you go through, that you listen to on the app, 
that are written by therapists. Laura, I think you've actually written one of the courses too, haven't you? Um, and, uh, and it's a wonderful experience that you get to go through and, uh, you go at your own pace and it's five bucks a month. It's four ninety nine a month. So. It's, there's a lot of wonderful counselors that have contributed to that app. Um, mm -hmm. my contribution was on perfectionism because that's one of my areas of expertise. Uh, and it's again, not a replacement for therapy, but maybe more as a, an addition to more of a adjunctive piece with it. And it might provide some reinforcement of things you're already talking about with your counselor. And maybe it sparks some new things to bring up that you hadn't uh, considered before, some realizations. So yeah, there are some really good legitimate resources out there. Yes. Yes, there are. And we'll have both of those available for you in the show notes. Um, and hopefully, hopefully these tools will help stave off the dystopian world uh, that Lori is convinced is, is coming for us. Um, my, my big hope really is that if, if, if we do get like a real AI that we just, that we make sure it has a plug, you know, like a, like a cord that has to plug in the wall, so we can always just kind of like kick the plug out of the wall if it gets too crazy. That's my hope. But um, all that stuff's beyond me, so I have no idea. Well, then you get into the brain chip, too. And how is that going to work where we, where we become little cyborgs? It's a, it's a different world. There's a lot of things to process. But want to encourage people don't get stressed and overwhelmed with the technology don't develop phobias about it don't you know turn off you know every single thing and just lock your way lock yourself away into a house that we're all in this together and it's going to be okay just relax keep being you uh you know, if you'd like to support the foundation or if you want to download the app, both of those are just crazy simple ways to help. So, well, and as a, a quick note on feedback, if there are possible counselors out there, future counselors, people interested, or they're at the start of this journey, what would be some areas you see the most need in? Because obviously urban areas like Dallas-Fort Worth, we actually do have a whole lot of, of counselors throughout DFW. It's, but where would be the areas that you would say counselors really need to look at logistically, location-wise, but also maybe topic-wise? Because I know of some trends that I encourage my LPC associates to look into because I'm like, there is a massive need in this particular niche of counseling. Yep. And we look forward to your thoughts. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, this is Crazy Simple. I am your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. Thank you all so much and have a great, uh, have a great day.